Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, everybody? A happy Tuesday to you all, or I guess if you're listening to this on Wednesday, a happy Wednesday to you. This is the Fit in the Form podcast for the Corrales Punta Cana Championship. The second part of the Awesome Golf Weekly Podcast Series. Of course, you can find all of our podcasts on our podcast network. Easily findable by going to Osmo.com, seeing the banner across that front page, clicking on the podcast network, and then finding golf. You can find all three each and every week. They are three short-form podcasts ranging from 15 to 25 minutes, totaling 45 to 60 minutes. Typically, though, I've been averaging right around like 50 to 52 minutes, so under an hour, and I'm going to give you all of the information you need for the upcoming week to do your best or make your best lineups or bets for each and every week. So, this one, the Fit in the Form podcast, what I do here is I go into some information about the uh, course history, which we do have four years of it, Then I go into a little bit of recent form, and then I cap it all off with a little bit of strokes gained information, all great stuff, but if you're looking for more, if you haven't already listened to my opening tea podcast from yesterday, a great time to do so, and this week special. I'm going to be doing the Against the Grain podcast tomorrow morning, and I'm going to be including in most, if not all, of Awesomo's projections because this week, part of the free content we give out here at Awesomo.com each and every week is the ownership projections for the Corrales Punta Cana slate. So if you're not already an Awesomo.com plus member, you'll get one of our best features free this week. Okay, let's jump right in and as I always do, I quickly review the course profile from the first cut article that is, of course, live and free each and every week. 70% of the fairways will be hit this week by the golfers, 66% of the greens in regulation. And when you do miss the green, 60% scrambling average. So a pretty low scoring event should happen. Okay, we're going to start with recent form here. And the top 10s, as we start off with Will Zalatoris. I mean, there's not much more we can say. He has five top 10s. He leads the field. Nobody else even has three. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes and Thomas Dietrich, in fact, are the only others with two in the highest level of professional golf. Alex Smalley and Justin Sue, while they've been tearing it up, it's been on the local IQ series. So, um, yeah, I don't know how much you can count those. Miliano Grillo, Cristobal Ventura, and Roberto Diaz also have a couple in there as well. Uh, Hughes and Dietrich actually have three. I apologize. I wrote that down wrong. Okay, now we can go to the top 25s. Obviously, those guys that are in the top 10s, you can see in the top 25, but others that we haven't mentioned, Sam Burns, Zing Zun Jang, Pat Perez, Charlie Hoffman, Ben Martin all have three, while Sue, Ventura, and Hughes, guys we just mentioned, they all have four. 
And we move on to our made cuts segment. Adam Shank, he's the only golfer other than Justin Sue and Will Zalatoris to make all of their cuts in the last 10 weeks, or 11 weeks, I should say. Sorry, that's the uh, uh, time frame in which I look at my recent form. Uh, Adam Long, though, Patrick Rogers, and Michael Gillick have all on a long cut streak. While they haven't made every cut, they're on a long cut streak. Adam Long has made six straight, while Patrick Rogers and Michael Gillick have made five straight. Okay, let's turn our attention to the negative side. Golfers that maybe we are looking for a breakout this week, or golfers maybe that we want to avoid. Maybe a little bit of both there. This week, uh, no top tens coming into the event. Johnny Vegas, Kyle Stanley, Matt Jones, Sepp Straka, Doug Gim. And of those guys, Vegas and Stanley have looked pretty good on their strokes. Gained information, as we'll get to in a little bit, so definitely like them. And of course, Doug Gim has also looked very good in his stroke gained information. So I certainly like one of them to break the mold there. No top 25s. Well, Doug Gim's got a couple, but Kurt Kitayama really struggling. He shot even par last week in round one, though, of the U.S. Open. So maybe form isn't too far behind Kurt Kitayama, Matthew Neesmith, C.T. Pan, Kevin Tway, and Bryson, not Bryson, Bryce Garnett have no top 25s in the last 10 or 11 weeks. I like that to change as well. So I'm going to take both of those bets if I had an opportunity to. In terms of the cuts, well, Sebastian Kaplan and Martin uh, Trainer are really struggling right now. Dominic Bozelli, Sean Stefani, Zach Sutra, and Grayson Murray also struggling to find a paycheck during this little spout. But it can all change this week, of course. Now, speaking of course, let's go and talk a little bit about Corrales Golf Club and Resort in Punta Cana. We have four years, as I mentioned, of information as a lot of these golfers were on the Corn Ferry Tour a couple of years ago when the event was played here. Uh, so the event was played in 2016, or I should say 17, in uh, yeah, whatever it is, you know, depending on the season. Regardless, they've been here the last four years. Professional golf has the first two in the Corn Ferry Tour and the last two in the PGA Tour. In terms of top 10, Seamus Power and Kelly Kraft uh, have two, the only golfers with two, Mackenzie Hughes, Jonathan Bird, DJ Trihon, Aaron Badley, uh, and Chris Stroud, a couple of other guys that have won. In terms of top 25s, multiples that join Power and Craft, because obviously if they have two top 10s, they have two top 25s, is Sam Ryder and George McNeil. They each have two top 25s. Now, when we turn to our cuts, Adam Shank, he's the only one that's actually four for four. So Adam Shank has never missed a cut here and hasn't missed a cut in quite a while. Uh, so really interesting play for Adam Shank. He is the at least what the statistics say, uh, the big, the best fit and form right now in the field. So uh, Adam Shank, a couple of other guys that are three for three, Jonathan Bird, Seamus Power, K.H. Lee, Kevin Tway, David Hearn, and Ryan Brem. On the negative side of things, we got a couple of guys with uh, multiple miscuts here. Tommy Ganey, Tommy Two Gloves Ganey, I should say, Rafael Campos, Roberto Diaz, and Roger Sloan. They've all missed multiple cuts here in the last four years. All right, now let's head over to our strokes gained information where we try and figure out how these golfers have gotten it done. First, we start off with our total. We're six golfers uh, in our – so I should say first I have three different data uh, three different data points. First, the entire data set, which includes about 30 to 35 tournaments, uh, then the last eight weeks, and then uh, the last 10 weeks. Uh, it's just how my uh, data set thing broke out. So six golfers – 
have gained two or more strokes four times in the entire data set. Matt Jones, Seb Straka, Mackenzie Hughes, Zing Zoom Zhang, Pat Perez, and Christopher Ventura. So, geez, oh my goodness. Uh, in the last eight weeks, only Sam Burns and Danny McCarthy have done it twice. Everybody else has only done it once, gaining over 1.25 strokes total. You can tell the variability we are in for when we see something like that. I mean, in terms of multiple times where a person has gained at least 1.25 strokes total multiple times over the last 10 weeks, you would think we'd got a bunch of golfers in there. Typically we do, but not this week. Uh, in terms of average, Zalatoris not only leads the average, but he also finds himself in turn <laughs> in the top 10 of total strokes gained over the last 10 weeks, as you can tell, this field. They haven't been gaining many strokes. They've been losing them. A couple of other guys, though, that are up there uh, in this. Uh, Zing Zhang, Zhang, uh, Pat Perez, Adam Long, Charles Howell III, Sam Burns, and Doug Gim. They all have over three strokes total gained, so at least they're playing relatively well. When we switch out uh, putting, take it out, and go to T to green, Emiliano Grillo has five starts in where he's gained at least 1.75 strokes T to green. Henrik Norlander, Wes Roach, Corey Connors, Ryan Armour, and Zing Zhang Zhang all have four. Over the last eight weeks, though, Sam Burns, Corey Connors, Kyle Stanley, Brian Stewart, and Luke List are a couple of names that have gained more than 1.25 strokes one time. No one has done it twice in this field. Crazy. Gillick is the most mournable name here that has performed well, Tita Green, over the last 10 weeks. A lot of the other guys I just mentioned, like Burns and the alike. Of course, Salatorius would be number one, but we don't even need to bring him up because it's only one start. Uh, granted, it was the U.S. Open. He would lead in almost every one of these categories. Okay, off the tee, uh, when we go to that, Corey Connors, uh, one of the favorites this week. He's gained more than one stroke off the tee, eight of 30 starts in my database. Johnny Vegas has done it seven of 20. Keith Mitchell, seven of 27. Sam Burns, five of 25. Those and the golfers that have gained at least a stroke more than five times, but... That'll probably change after this week as Will Gordon. He's done it four of eight starts, so 50%, showing how good he is off the tee. We switch over to the iron play. No surprise that Emiliano Grillo is by far the best iron player in the field. He's gained at least one stroke over 12 times. I think it's like 12 of 25 starts that I have in the database. We switch over to more recent terms. Chris Baker, Charlie Hoffman, Luke List, Danny McCarthy, Doug Gim, and Grayson Murray have all gained at least a half a stroke twice in the last 10 weeks, so playing relatively well with their irons. Uh, that was irons. I forgot to mention one thing about off the tee, so we're going to circle back there real quick. Bo Hostler, Chris Baker, Anra Bonlahiri, Brandon Hagee, Brunson Burgoon, Chris Kirk, and Bill Haas, along with Corey Connors, have been positive in their strokes gain off the tee category in every single start over the last 10 weeks for them. So definitely golfers, maybe like Chris Baker, who we just mentioned twice. Ball striking is pretty good. So maybe guys that we want to focus on for this week. When we switch over to around the green, uh, Ryan Armour and Fabio Gomez, they've gained at least a stroke five times in the database, the only golfers to do so. In the last eight weeks, however, Mackenzie Hughes, Adam Shank, and Adam Long all gained at least a quarter of a stroke three times, the only golfers to have done that. So obviously not many strokes gained around the green by this field. We switch over to putting, however, there are a bunch. It has been McKen- it has been the Mackenzie Hughes show for a little while now. Uh, Zepp Straka, Adam Long, and Zing Zhu Zhang, they're also all putting well. Obviously nobody is better than Denny McCarthy in terms of the entire data set. 
of starts where he's gained over a stroke. He's the only golfer in the data set that has double digits uh, there. So obviously, Denny McCarthy is still one of the best putters, but lately it has definitely been Mackenzie Hughes. All right, so maybe a little bit shorter here uh, with, uh, I think, in, in my strokes gained information, there was roughly about 40 golfers that didn't have more than two starts. I included Zalatoris in there just because he was an odds favorite. I didn't include Dietrich in there, even though he's an odds favorite as well. But over 40 golfers didn't have a start or didn't have over one start. Uh, and in terms of recent form, again, similar type of scenario where a lot of golfers haven't even played Um Plus, a lot of golfers haven't really played that well, so not much to really discuss there. However, still a bunch of information given out uh, here. And also, what I like in these weeks is there may not be a lot to talk about here, but I believe the betting markets are more vulnerable. There's just the betting. The books don't really know these players as well as they know the other ones. Uh, So certainly take a look out uh, for my three-ball betting video that I will have out tomorrow morning. Uh, It is running a little hot right now. Getting a top five and top ten out of just three picks last week. So we'll try and go for that again. So until next time, everybody, come back and join us for the Against the Grain podcast this week, tomorrow morning, featuring almost all of Osmo's ownership projections, especially for the most important golfers this week, as it is free content. So check it out, Osmo.com backslash PGA backslash PGA ownership projections. So uh, thanks uh, for joining, everybody, and come back tomorrow morning for the Against the Grain pod the third and final podcast of the weekly Osmo podcast series. So till then, everybody, we will see you on the other side. Cheers.